Hey folks, Sean here. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about the difference between poor implementation of a product experience and simply a bad product. Now, when it comes to building our software, some of this may or may not be more obvious than in other areas. As such, as I mentioned before, I have a tendency to explain some of these concepts that apply to the software companies that we're building, but in the things that I experience all around us. And in this instance, what I want to call into question and use as an example is literally a door. So a client of mine has a new office and in that new office, there's a large conference room. In that large conference room are, I think four doors because it's so big. I mean, this conference room holds probably a hundred people, so it's pretty large. But anyway, it's a relatively modern office and all of the surfaces kind of surrounding how they enclose the office is all clear. So it's all windows that you can basically see directly through, including the door. Now, for the most part, that's not the distracting or confusing part. There are two different types of doors in this conference room, but they look, all four of them essentially look identical. What I mean by that there's different ones, two of the sets of doors on either end of the conference room, the extreme side, the different sides, they're hinged. They open like a typical door would, and it swings open and it also swings closed. The other two doors in the middle of the conference room, which are kind of next to each other, are not hinged. Those are sliding doors. However, the design of the doors is the same in that the handle, the way that they're set up, at the exact way that they look, they all look like they're the same type of door. So the first problem that I see on a regular basis is people trying to hinge open the sliding doors and slide open the hinge doors, which as you imagine, looks pretty awkward and it makes a jarring noise because door doesn't open that way. Second problem is the hinge doors, in order to close them, they require an uncommon amount of force. And then even when you push them all of the way to get them to stay closed requires a really sensitive touch. And by that, I mean, it doesn't lock into place unless you're very careful about shutting the door at that part of the experience. Naturally, what this leads to is people trying to shut the door and either not pushing it all the way, which means that it swings wide open again, or people trying to shut the door too hard and then it bounces off of the frame and also remains open again. It feels like a level of force that you really shouldn't have to close a door like that because it moves rather easily otherwise. So people get confused just naturally that typically think that they're used to how doors operate. This one makes it quite a bit more confusing. So now that you have the backstory and you understand what the problems are, I'm obsessed with usability, so I cannot unsee these things. I have to observe them and I use them in these stories. My question to you really is, is that or implementation of using a door, as in, is it the fault of the people that they're not using the door correctly, or are those bad doors, right? That's my question to you. Think of it to yourself, say the answer out loud. I'm gonna give you my version now. My version is, that's a bad door. Sure, can people ultimately get used to it over a longer period of time? Should people be able to figure it out in a perfect world? Yes. Are they? No. And do I even think it's easy to use, even though I know exactly how to use it? Also, no. 
Shutting the hinge door in particular requires a level of finesse that I haven't seen in a long time when it comes to especially a new door. So my point is, right, and for example, even if you fit everyone that works in that office that knows those doors is ultimately eventually able to figure it out, they have guests all the time. They're not going to be able to figure it out. So those problems are going to repeat themselves. So my take is those are bad doors. And if you want to actually fix the problem, you've got to replace them. You could do a couple of different things, right? You can make them all the same type of door. You can make it easier to shut the hinge doors. You make them all sliding doors, whatever it is. One of the keys here is the consistency of the experience. So one of the more confusing elements is that you've got four doors of two different types that all look the same, right? There's a couple of confusing elements to that. Number one, why do you have different types of doors in the same room? Number two, why do doors that operate differently look the same? Because that implies in your subconscious that I'm going to use this door the same way I use the other door. And people are clearly making that mistake. Beyond that, if you want to fix the problem permanently, you've got to redesign this experience. You can try everything you want to put signs up, you can instruct people, you can teach people. But in the end of the day, you're always going to have this problem unless you really fix it for good. And this is a mistake I see in software all the time is that people will be confused about what it's like to use a software because us as designers or builders or whatever, we just assume that the experience that perhaps is intuitive for us is going to be intuitive for them. And very rarely that's the case. So how do you observe the equivalent of people using these doors wrong? Well, number one, it's usability testing. You really should be investing in usability testing where you're observing, watching people, or you're observing people using your software, asking them to complete tasks walk out that door if they haven't seen it before. And you can see what that experience is like as they go back and forth. The other way is to use tools that'll get you this data asynchronously so you don't have to sit through interviews, although I'd strongly recommend that you do. And you can use tools like Hotjar to accomplish that because they do screen recording. So you can observe the screen recording and you can see where people are going. Are they clicking on things that aren't buttons? Are they getting lost? Are they getting frustrated? Are they following the primary workflow? Are they getting stuck there somehow? Are they not observing the other workflows? Are they not able to make the progress that they want to make? Is it like effortlessly use that door in an effective way? The idea here is to use these lessons to make your software better. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.